Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another exciting Patreon exclusive episode, the the Roundtable Edition. We're a lot like those knights of the Roundtable, because we're always fucking that lady in the lake. Uh, (laughs) To my left, my own personal Sir Lancelot, you know him, Uh, everybody knows him, his name is Mike, Rich Mike. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike. That's right. All right. And then the other guy who's here, the, the man of the hour, he's, he's a class act. What class is it? Probably remedial English because he's a bird brain. It's Bert. What's up, brother? Hello, everyone. And then frumpy old Frau Franklin is here. That's right, everybody. It's been a long damn road, and we're just getting started. Gentlemen, we are here to discuss the new room, new view, the great song that's sweeping the nation. Is this on any of the metal charts, Mike? I know you've been keeping up to date with them. I don't think so. It might be on the blues rock charts, but I don't (laughs) think it's on any metal charts yet. <laughs> well, we just found out Adam Cole's music, a uh, spoiler, Uncle Howard. Adam's Cole music at the top of the iTunes metal chart, one of the most downloaded, the uh, Boom. Uh, not to be confused with the Boom Anime Babes from uh, the Bare Naked Lady song. The boom. <laughs> or, or the POD song. <laughs> so now I don't know why this song isn't at the top of the charts here, but this is a song that I think, guys, has a lot of layers to it, like an onion, right? There's. A lot of uh, references to the past and the future, you know. So, so let's get started on this. I, I think we'll start off on a on a. Where were you when you heard this song? Starting with Burr, where, where where were you? You know, it's like it's like the OJ thing. You know where you were when you when you saw that go down. I, I was pondering this in anticipation. Uh, I think the first time I heard it was definitely on Dynamite for me. I know Howard. You're a dark guy. Like, I know you're all about the YouTube AEW. But I remember when Paul White came out to confront QT. And I, who was he beating up? Damn it. Uh, someone's kid. And I think it was grown up Tony Schiavone's son. And he came out to that. And we're like, what the hell? <laughs> there, there was no attention to it. Yeah. It was just like, oh, let me just drop this banger and save this like man from being beat up by like men much smaller than him. <laughs> this poor grown son of Arn Anderson. And, and what about you, Mike? Initial thoughts, maybe? I mean, hearing this, uh, big, you know, you did an episode on Virtual Pros uh, yes. about the wrestler theme songs. Where would this rank for you, you know? Uh, I think that's pretty good. It's... um. I got to admit, I didn't know until you asked me to do this show that this was actually the same guy, Just Joe, from the original Big Show theme song. So that uh, I thought they just got an impersonator, and I was kind of like, that's that's kind of messed up. But no, it's it's the guy. It's the original guy. And I think that, that makes it pretty good in my book, because Big Show has been around for a long, long time. And you're like, you've seen it all from the Big Show, but you haven't, because he has a new theme song. And most will say it's better than his old theme song, which seemed to be impossible to be topped. Now, this guy you mentioned, Joe Altier, uh, responsible for the Crank It Up, okay? Uh, yes. That's what, that's what he calls Big Show, the original Big Show. But uh, has he done any other WWE uh, 
it looks like all a lot of his songs sound like they'd be wrestler themes, but then they end up being songs for other bands. Uh, I think something called Brand New Sin, like you know. So Do all of his songs start with well. <laughs> <laughs> it's him clearing his throat in anticipation. Hey, Just Joe has an online store with merchandise. Mike, you uh, you collect little knickknacks and items. You ever thought about getting a Just Joe uh, insulated coffee mug? <laughs> I can't say I have. I, I, uh, I'm not that big of a Just Joe fan. I only know the two songs he's done. So <laughs> He's got a podcast. Yeah, oh, I'm sure he does. That's rare he, he is. He's got less followers than me, I think, and uh, are very close <laughs> to Okay. Now I'll admit I'm very disappointed to find out that it's not Michael P.S. Hayes. As I was that was speculated for a while. Yeah. What what gives there? So it wasn't Michael P.S. It wasn't just like him, just like (laughs) singing. You know, I don't know. I thought it would be. Listen here, Polly. I'll I'll throw down the vocals. I got this, Polly. Don't you worry. But no, apparently not. So Joel here. I mean, twenty years of relationship here. Uh, Theo, a friend of ours, uh, Uncle Howard, said that it should have been uh, this song should have been like part of like a like a Titantron, like to announce the big show signing and they show a video montage of him shaking hands of AEW people signing on the dotted line of the contract, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like it could have been a whole thing. And and as like Bert said, it's just a, a random intrusion like, oh, let me play this great song out of nowhere here for everybody to hear, you know. Not even in its entirety, but in their defense, they did have the YouTube link uh, ready to go. Uh, so good on Joe. They uh, the, the lyrics in the song, they say, new room, new view, new shoes. Yeah. New, so has anyone noticed uh, Big big Paul's shoes since he's returned? I actually haven't paid much attention. I'll take a look right now. He has now. a new set of hoodies. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He looks great in those the sleeveless hoodies. He looks like a giant egg with a shirt on. <laughs> uh me and Bert's were at the AEW show where a fan ran in and uh they had a shirt with uh no sleeves but also no sides so it's just a neck hole it was essentially just a bib and they too also look like a giant baby and the bib did not help <laughs> now that giant baby would not have come into the ring if it was big Paul White and those new shoes uh now Man, now, he looks cool as hell. He's got that camo singlet mm-hmm. now, but it's like but the no, he camo. He had that during his WWE run. I think he kept the same gear. Oh, really? Well, this this looks a little sleeker, yeah. though, Bert. I think this is a little different. This looks a little sleeker in the gear. It looks like a version of that, but you know, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a new, sleeker. Yeah, I think it's like a new sheen on it, baby. New friends, same attitude. Now. The new shoes. Is that like a deal breaker? Is that why Vince wouldn't sign him? Like, (laughs) (laughs) what do you want? Money for new shoes? God damn it, Paul. You're getting greedy. Uh, Well, anyways, here. But that big man, his shoes must be what? Size size 10? (laughs) Yeah, I would would say. Among the biggest shoes. Double digits, baby. (laughs) That's among the biggest shoes here. Okay. So. All right. He says in the song here, Mike, that he's just getting started. Now, what the fuck has he been doing the last 20 years? <laughs> if only now that he, he is just getting started, like somebody like you have on a group project and it's the last day and the <laughs> motherfucker decides to show up. 
I mean, I, it's just that kind of why I think it's that, that wild hogs mindset where you're an old man, but you have to prove that, you know, you still got it in you. So you have to say stuff like that. Like, you know, um, you know, I haven't even lived yet, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. So, um, I mean, honestly, I, I'll, I think lyrically the song, song isn't the best. I think, uh, they, oh. uh, he, just Joe, maybe. Uh, pick some words that rhymed better than other words so, so like like the new shoes thing um yeah I don't know, he he probably doesn't have new shoes i'm gonna assume <laughs> he doesn't but you know he had he had to say something because he ran out of things that rhymed with view so <laughs> so so you're going on record to say big show can't afford new shoes is that <laughs> probably is that not you're... the man probably behind not. the toothpaste sandwiches here uh not afraid <laughs> you know Still doesn't have new shoes here. I would hope he has a new place here, though. I, I would hope he does have a new room. I, I imagine just facing Daly's place and what have you. Uh, <laughs> anyways, here. So there's other lyrics in this song. There's a lot of, oh, yeah. My tower is still standing. Is he implying that? I'm not even, I shouldn't even touch it's on from that. an alternate reality where 9-11 never happened. <laughs> Is he like saying I'm sturdier than that, you know, shit like like I'm still standing. No? Okay. Yeah, they couldn't break him down. The you know <laughs> the E, the um, they tried to, you know, ruin him, but now he's off the leash. We're really gonna see what he can do. It's just like <laughs> Daniel Bryan. That's right. It also I mean, again, ri- can, go ahead. It also can again be that wild hogs mindset and uh, he's talking about his penis because he is older. So, oh. might, uh, you know, he might be like, hey, ladies, listen up. This is uh, <laughs> still standing down there. Just so just so you know, just in case, because, you know, there's you know, some new ladies at AEW that weren't at WWE. So <laughs> they may have heard some 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 rummings and uh, he's here to clear them up here that yeah. uh, it's still standing. OK, they, they heard what uh, Valvina said about him. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, from the GTV urinal there. They call so Val, you the big show. Val, uh, great opinion guy on Twitter, right, Uncle Howard, friend of yours? Oh, yeah. he's uh, He knows what's the best. You know, he says society's making us sick and they sell us medicine, but the real cure is cannabis. Which I know you always say that too, right? They say that they, uh... <laughs> the real cure is cannabis. <laughs> yeah. it, can cure it, it can cure it all. They can so cure Val, it all. Val Venus, uh, anti-vax, but uh, pro looking at other guys' dicks in the urinal uh, about <laughs> consent. So that's a way to live, Val. That is a way to live. And then didn't he like piss all over himself after that? And then like, but it looked <laughs> green or something? Or am I just imagining that? Am I just creating my own? <laughs> Look, he pissed all over himself but it was green <laughs> I might be mixing up role models with this everybody so I apologize <laughs> I think Big Show pisses green I think that's <laughs> new shoes new view <laughs> different color piss same yeah. attitude okay you know how when he was in WWE they gave him a show on Netflix the Big Show show now he's mm-hmm. in AEW is he going to get the Paul White White <laughs> God. All right. Let, let's hear some other lyrics from this song here. That maybe. Uh, okay. Let me let me go fast forward to here. So, uh, sorry about that. All right. Okay. 
so I don't understand what some of this chorus is. I'm always just like, <laughs> start singing all these days. I, no. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not really grasping some of the lyrics. He's here. saying. He's saying scars live on these hands, but he's saying scars live on these hands. So okay. it doesn't sound like that. But yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's referencing again just the, the old. Uh, all right, good. And now, just <laughs> Joe commented, "I am so honored. I was asked to come back to do the new theme for my man Paul. I grew up a wrestling fan, and my 12-year-old self, Joe." Is still pinching himself that I've been able to be an iconic voice to this legend and to all the fans all these years. Major props to Mikey Ruckus for writing this. So Mikey Ruckus is the writer and contacted me. Major, major props to AEW for the opportunity and for bringing back wrestling we all know and love. Major, major, major props to Paul. It's always an honor, my brother. Oh, he's a nice guy. <laughs> so, and the first comment here... <laughs> Knocked it out the park, bro. <laughs> Here's something interesting. Brand New Sin, his rock band, that mm. existed from 2001 to 2008. They broke up for 11 years, and now they're back together. So the Big Show's band has brought a band... At, Big Show's song brought a band back together from the brink of extinction. That's amazing. That's, there's a lot of good good works that have occurred thanks to the, yes. the uh, Jacksonville office. This oh, song man. is like the cicadas. They come in every couple of years, you know, bringing back the energy. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel now that you see Big Show in a new light, Bert? I do. I saw his ass. I don't think I can recall seeing his ass like on TV and WWF ever. That's right. We got to see his ass. Okay. Oh, no. He wore a diaper first. once, and I think he got wedged in it. So. And he had the Akibono uh, one as well. He saw a little bit of cheeks there. Now we hey, saw a nice, perfectly surgically shaped butt. Yeah. Just Joe's a Bernie Sanders guy. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. I guess he's not all good then. Yeah, he's a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, Some, probably yeah. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, probably. Of course. Yeah, if you like him, we like him, listener. Now, <clears throat> let's see. So, would you, but I guess when we're, what do you guys see in the future for uh, our friend Paul now that he's got this new room, new view, new shoes, same attitude? Do you think uh, the well, scars on his hands are referencing the failed mini mall attempt? <laughs> we never got into that. It was referenced, you know, starting to cut you off there, Mike. But the mini mall Stephanie McMahon brought up, that seemed like a very personal jab. Had something that really happened and they never talk about. It's like, what about the mini mall, Paul? What about the mini mall? <laughs> I hope he has a good view of it. They got a lot of mini malls in Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm glad for him. I am very much so glad for him. Uh, all right. A any other thoughts on this, Mike, here uh, on this, you know, what's next for Paul? Yeah, I was going to say this song kind of reminds me about how when Roseanne started, it had the Roseanne song. And it was like, this song's pretty cool for a TV mm -hmm. show. And then uh, after a while, they got the Roseanne remix with Blues Traveler. And it was like, you know, this is what money do right here. You get that Blues <laughs> Traveler money. So it, it makes me look look at Paul in a different light. Like he's no longer a bozo because he was a bozo for a long time yeah. in WWE. <laughs> and I didn't think this was a good signing. I was like old bozo paul white uh there's nothing they could do to re uh real bit re rehabilitate him but i think mm. this did it i think this song really helps it gives yes. you a fresh new view of paul white and oh. uh, 
I really think I think mission accomplished with this song overall. Mission accomplished. Now there's an Easter egg. I don't know if you know this, but there's a uh, a very large G at some point in here in the in the Titantron. All the buildings have Paul White's name on it, uh, and some of them, and some have a scrolling no BS text. But if you go to the about the 11, 12 second mark, there's a solitary G. Like, oh yeah, he's he's a real G. This one. Okay, oh, the 11 second mark. Yeah, you see that? It says a G. All right. Now that's pretty cool. Like, oh, cool. he's he's a G, baby. He's a certified G and a bona fide thug. <laughs> Did you guys see his match on AEW Dark Elevation where he took on three scrubs? I did. The gun kind of the the gun clucks were laughing it up. Oh, I bet they were. Those guys were. They. I don't like what's become of those guys. <laughs> they used to be such nice guys, and now all of a sudden they're acting like a bunch of jerks. Did you see that match, Mike? They haven't given Billy Gunn a good song, have they? I don't think so. It's generic rock. You would think a guy who's had a career like that of Ass Man and the One was also great. Yeah. Don't sleep on the One. You know? And now what does he have? Just a single guitar? Yeah, it's just like a like Mountain Goat song. Mm-hmm. No, no. Did you see that match, uh, Mike? That three on one? No. I wanted to see it. I always, there's always like one match every week on Dark. I want to see right. it, and then I just never get around to it. Maybe I'll, I'll watch it. I assume it's like two minutes long, but I don't know <laughs> if I've see, ever seen a three three on one. Hey, I mean, I guess I had to. I just don't remember. It's been years, so oh, Viscera. I think, I think Viscera or Big Daddy V and Braun have been some of the more recent to do. Uh, the three yeah, that's on right. One. Yeah. It's not yeah. very often, though. It's not a it's not a typical thing. Maybe a King Kong Bundy as well, or. Uh, no, no, Giant Gonzalez as well, Bert. I think we may have seen that match together. Um, there's been so there's been there's been a couple of three on one matches, but yes, he is in rare company. You know, you you know, at some point there should be a three on one match of a guy maybe not at Big Show's level, but like an at an Adam Bomb, and then like he loses because like I think what's the rule like after six on one, like you can kind of like you can't win a fight if it's like more than six <laughs> guys, right? Or it's like no more than six guys can fight you at once, so you have to learn how to take on six men at once. Sure. Because it's too crowded if there's seven. Right, <laughs> right. It's a, it becomes a bit much. I, I think it, it might be seven. Around you. It, it might be seven men, but I think the rule is you only have to train to be able to fight six men at once because there's you know not much more can really fit in there in a circle. You know, like there's not much they can do. You know, it's kind of like on certain, like, uh, I think the SmackDown versus Raw, like they would only allow up to six players. And that was it. You maxed out. Right. Yeah, you maxed out, you know, No Mercy. It's a it's a four player uh, type situation. WrestleMania 2000 NWO Revenge, uh, which we would beat you guys in any time, any place. Um, <laughs> so a few other comments here. Badass track for a badass legend. Getting some Stone Temple <laughs> pilot vibes from this. <laughs> So okay, coming from, a, sure. I guess that's the only other band that person's ever listened to. <laughs> okay. Uh, added the song to my workout playlist and cool. yeah, right. This is, this is something here and uh, uh, nice to see the callbacks. That was from uh, Ben Schmelzer. So it's nice to see the call, the callbacks. So no, I, I think we agree. This is a, a deep song. It has a meaning. You know, it has reference. And uh, I, I think Mike is being a little disrespectful when he says 
this is wild hogs ish and saying when he's just saying i just <laughs> got started i think now i mean holy shit imagine what we're gonna get now that he's serious yeah, he's the only big guy. He's probably going to start doing, uh, you know, <laughs> crazy like suplexes, top rope mm-hmm. moves. I don't think so. Springboards. <laughs> Springboard <laughs> choke slam. He's going to do a big, <laughs> big <laughs> scoop slam. <laughs> oh, man, a big scoop slam. Maybe from the first rope to get extra height. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a lot Maybe. of elevation. He, now, Franklin, I, would... I know we discussed this in person, but I do want to bring it up to our co-host here, how, what's the general feeling, this song or TNA Jeff Jarrett's music? Now, now I am in the camp of saying, don't sleep on my world, okay? <laughs> Mike, are you familiar with my world? No, I can't say it. I really remember that song. Now, and, and that song, first off, it starts off with a very eerie siren type thing, and it has the lyrics, uh, it mentions the rock in the song, it says, he ain't Elvis, he ain't the rock. Don't want to hear your big mouth talking, my world, my world. Yeah. <laughs> but but then after the first episode of TNA, they censored out the part of the rock because they, they didn't want to like any trouble or something. Uh, and it's a, a Dale Oliver original, kind of like TNA's, uh, you know. Uh, Jim Johnson. Name? Jim Johnson, yes. So this is how it sounds a little bit. Maybe you might recall something. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, this. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I so, never I guess I never paid attention to the lyrics, though. I didn't wow. know it was so deep. I don't think yeah. that's a very good Jeff Jarrett song since he's a country music guy to me. I disagree, but he's more of a rogue renegade in TNA. That's true. He's a bad man there. Yeah. So this says, this earth is not your place. The pale skin is on your face. If you step inside with me... You will see a kid. You will see a king. He ain't dead. He is Jeff. Don't want to hear your big mouth talk. Okay, so this is the altered one where they don't mention the rock. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay, so they even blurred it. They even like don't like. Oh, they said he ain't dead. He ain't the. And that was yeah, like <laughs> for a long time. Do you think they took it out because mentioning the rock is a trigger? trigger warning (laughs) i think the rock was just like had his feelings hurt maybe i I don't know so it's like you're right i can't measure up to you jeff so you guys haven't heard my world i mean i think it's a i think it's an underrated song here i know i know big show is the talk of the town i mean if you don't think big show's song is the best theme then what what would you say right now off the top of your head you guys uh can you think of a better one uncle howard well no, I never said I didn't think it wasn't the okay. best song. I think it, I think it's pretty good. Especially, I mean, the, uh, I think the licensed songs are cheating. By the way, agree. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No seven dust, my brother. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't be having that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. That's you know. First of all, that's too catchy for a theme song. What's that? What song <laughs> are you saying? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that supposed to be like Orange Cassidy? You know, that's the Jungle Boy one, man. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Baltimore. Got it. The uh, Orange Cassidy one's the one. That, that song also, that's the song from Fight Club. That's too scary. <laughs> it's the number one. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't do horror movies, my brother. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Bert? What do you think is the, the best wrestling theme if it's not the big shows? I mean, for modern wrestling, they're it's been pretty garbage actually well you like the 1930s yeah. luthes song or something <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, what, hey. like there's like plenty of attitude yeah, error the goat is ass man like well, ass man, yeah. 
Street Posse theme was Mean a banger. Mean Street Posse is a banger. That's that's a dope beat. You could chill to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I have a, a one hour mix of the Mean Street Posse theme, and I just put on and vibe. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Yeah, I, I will make a theme? confession. I really dig Kenny Omega's current theme. Like, mm-hmm. it's got like a nice build up to it. Yeah, that's okay. pretty cool. Okay. I don't. I mean, as far as like you know, within the last 20, 30 years, I don't think it's that high on the list. But as far as modern stuff, um. It's it's up there. I, I, you know, Darby's theme is pretty good. Lucha Bros theme is pretty good. I think WWE still has a handful of good themes. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I think they're they're still there. But um, it's it's pretty good now that we're in the official era of an actual rich person owning a wrestling promotion and, and spreading that money around a little and getting licensed songs. Because I am actually pro licensed songs, so. Well, well, I'm pro. Yeah, I'm pro for it as well. Not to interrupt you, but it's also like you know, I'm talking original songs, though. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. As far as uh, now that the forbidden door is open, where you can just use a licensed song, it's pretty good for uh, a written specifically for wrestling song because uh, you don't really need to have a a good song written for wrestling these days. I mean, you wouldn't. How how great would Braun would be if you had a custom song with some lyrics in there? (laughs) <laughs> even seth rollins needs some lyrics man i mean there's a lot of guys they need i think every wrestler if you're if you are a main event talent you need lyrics if you don't if you yeah. don't if you're like a brandon cutler you don't get lyrics my brother yeah i, I did like uh when benoit had the song i was like yeah. that's all it yeah. was our lady p that was okay, a good right. song no it was then, before our lady Peace. okay but then our lady Peace decided to never yeah. play it again yeah, yeah. Like six that? years after the murders. Six years, yeah, right? You're like, okay, we just yeah. found out. Like, <laughs> we're done with it. Like, who are you again? Well, still, bless their hearts, Our Lady Peace. I'm surprised they're not like Eve Six right now, replying to shit on Twitter. Like, uh, well, that just happened. <laughs> That's it. Fuck- That's the tweet. Yeah, <laughs> these bands got funny all of a sudden. Them and Wendy's just uh, yeah. <laughs> dicking around, huh? They're just just having a laugh, huh? They're just like us. They are just like us. Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, we really do appreciate you showing up here and uh, recording with us on a, on a musical edition here of uh, Uncle to Uncle. Would you guys like to sing your plugs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sing my plugs, but I do do a music podcast called First Seven Inch Club. And if you guys out there are into hardcore and punk rock and metal and stuff like this, we uh, we talk about old records you probably don't remember and decide whether or not they're uh, they're worth listening to again. You could find that at First Seven Inch Club, or you could find it, just search Border Boss, because we're on the Border Boss, uh, I guess you would call it network. So... Just uh, go check that out and uh, VRTL Pros on Inst- or on on Instagram, but I don't really use the Instagram but Twitter too, and uh, pretty much everywhere else. You guys, it's like split custody. Yes, yeah. Al. <laughs> Al got Al got Al the, the photos, and I got the Twitter pretty much. <laughs> you do you do talk about bands like Against All Authority? I, I remember that. Uh, I mean, you know, somewhere in that that in that, that realm, probably. Okay. Oh, okay. that crazy devil music, bro. Yeah, that's some yeah. rock and roll stuff, brother. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. 
All right. Looking what about you? Hearing you guys review uh, just Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to that episode. Yeah. Good. I think just, we only we only do bands with like a couple seven inches, and I think Just Joe has too much of a discography for us oh, to ever talk about. Fair. Unfortunately. Yeah. Gotcha. I only got four, brother, but that's another thing. <laughs> anyway, sorry, everybody. I do apologize. Uh, Bert, you have anything you like to plug? Uh, I got nothing working right now, but you can follow me at <laughs> oboyobert. And uh, okay. yeah, I would say uh, subscribe to Uncle to Uncle Patreon. But if you're listening to this, you already did. So good on you. Good on them, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Appreciate yes. the double uh, plug. Do- do- donate to the ASPCA, I guess. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we all love animals here. Oh, ASP. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, wait a second, that's not some liberal thing, is it? Okay, no, no. (laughs) Lefty, loony, or right wing felon, you can all agree. Little dogs and cats are our pals. That's right. Yeah, even big cucks think that. Yeah, even even the big show. (laughs) Well.